Welcome to 18 Minutes of Workplace Horror Stories and Helpful Tips. We are Jeff DeWolf and Todd Chandler, and this is Braving Bad Bosses. Jeff is the president of Wolf Prairie, a leadership and organization development firm. He doesn't even have a boss. And Todd is lucky enough to have the best boss ever, and I'm pretty sure he'd say that even if his boss wasn't listening. But over the years, we've both seen a lot oh, yeah. and learned a little. And we're not too shy about passing judgments and armchair quarterbacking the way things should be. So join us for a pint this week as we discuss the figure it out yourself, boss. All right. Tonight's story comes from Trevor. Okay. And uh, here's what Trevor has to say about the figure it out yourself, boss. I once worked for a boss who did absolutely nothing to teach or coach. We were expected to just teach ourselves by searching various unorganized documents or by looking up old projects to try and figure out what you were supposed to do. After we tried that, we were supposed to meet with the boss to explain what we did to look up how to handle this task, which was almost always way off the mark. As you would have guessed, this caused all sorts of confusion and havoc and has led to high turnover rate. Well, sure, who'd yeah. want to stick around yeah. in that? Yeah. Many people have addressed this concern, but we're always met with the same answer. The boss simply doesn't feel it's worth their time to sit and train and acclimate someone. Well, why not? They're, they're barely around. They stick around <laughs> for so long. Exactly. Yeah. Morale was very low, and everything feels like a test of some sort. Mm. The office was riddled with tension. Riddled. Riddled with tension, Jeff. I, I like that. Yeah. I like This is sort of like when we started this podcast, and you were like, okay, Jeff, I'm, a, I'm an experienced podcaster. You just need to go <laughs> figure it out. I was like, Todd, help, man. I'm just like a consultant. I've never done this before. And you're like, just go yeah, figure it out. But I gave you go all listen to pod. You gave me like 10 podcasts to go listen to. But I and I also gave you all those unorganized documents to read through. That's true. <laughs> That's true. You're like, go, just go listen to some podcasts and then you'll be fine. Yeah. And then, you know, as all of the listeners will attest, I stunk. <laughs> I continue to stink because you're not teaching me very well. No, I think uh, th to me, um, this almost sounds like a uh, wonderful little journey to be on. Like I mm. <clears throat> now part of it is I have some preconceived notions around learning that wow. may not They're probably incorrect that are probably okay. incorrect. Okay. Here is obviously a huge gap in what I need to know. And right. my leader's not willing to provide that information right. for right. me. Now it's what a great opportunity to step up into a leadership role and be able to start to find all that information. And I think for a person to really, when you've got unorganized put together on this, almost create a manual or a procedural check guide for some of the things that are going on. That once you do get it figured out, to capture that in writing and start to share See, that well with your peers. You're way, way out in front of this one, man. We, we still got to talk about this, this boss who... Who I think for the way it's described is just a cop out. I mean, right. it's like I don't I don't want to be bothered with teaching or training or I want to just hire people and just tell them to go figure it out themselves. That's not the right approach though either, is it? Well, that's probably yeah. So I guess part of it is doing. Let, let's let's yeah. Not, before we even do a little bad boss rehab, let's just do a little bad boss armchair psychology here. Okay. The um, what would be driving that? What would be some reasons why the person wouldn't laziness? Uh, would, laziness. So just lazy. Just, just busy. Pure, just pure laziness. Just doesn't want to deal with teaching and coaching. could be they're lousy at it, um, and they know they're lousy at it. Um, okay. You know, sometimes some top performers are really bad at articulating what it is they actually do. They just it's it's yeah. more instinctual for them and yeah. so it's really tough for them to codify it so that could be yeah. the case there um and it could be the situation they just don't enjoy it like it's just not uh, well, much fun too for bad them. suck it up buttercup you're a leader now you gotta you gotta lead people you gotta teach people coach I, people. i wonder also if maybe one of the reasons that could be driving it is an underlying insecurity about not really knowing what they're doing 
And so mm. uh, having to share how to do it with somebody else would really expose the fact that they don't know what they're doing. Um, it could be. It yeah. could be. <clears throat> but let's, you know, let's just assume that and I think we both agree that on the job training yep. or even self-directed training, self-paced yep. training, yep. It, it's OK in some in some circumstances. Right. The way this is described, though. Yeah. Is this boss is like, hey, this is my philosophy of, of you know, self-directed teaching. You need to just kind of figure things out because I believe you'll learn more that way. I'm right. I'm assuming this is the attitude. Right. But if you're going to do that, don't you have to have good processes and clear documentation and materials or procedures that a person can then learn and practice and review? This didn't sound like that was the case at all. No, not at all. And what's really nice is uh, with very little effort, this boss could come across as a big hero. So there's, there's a slight change from okay. um, go figure it out yourself to yeah. structured on the job training. Uh -huh. And and the tough part is when it, it really is just go figure it out yourself and they claim it's on the job training, yeah. you know, just yeah. learn by doing. The, the boss doesn't have to do all the teaching and the coaching. All the boss has to do is set the direction for okay. the teaching mm -hmm. and the coaching. Mm -hmm. And so here's what I want you to learn out of this project. Here's the criteria for this right. project. Here's some ways, places you can go and learn from this. And I want to make sure that you set that up. And this person clearly is interested in, in teaching and learning. To be able to set that up of not only do I want you to learn how to do this, but I want you to teach to the rest of the team. Yeah. And then assign somebody else on the team to figure out or codify the other part yeah, of it. So no. the boss doesn't have to do the teaching and coaching, but the boss here, and this would yeah. be my bad boss rehab recommendation yeah. to this boss, is you have to make learning and teaching a priority. And it's just like any of the other priorities, mm -hmm. it's one you can delegate effectively if you give clear direction and right. get the right people on it. I think, I think the one thing I would add to that is, I think that's a great strategy, but the boss needs to build that structure, right, of, totally. of trainers and interim trainers and people who are equipped to do it. I think right off the bat, though, one other piece of advice would be to make yourself available. Yep. So I get, I get that you don't want to spend a lot of time up front in teaching oh, coaching. Oh, I love this but, idea. But at least when you, when you build your self-directed learning or whatever you want to call it, Make yourself available to review, redirect along the way. So yep. you have to invest time someplace. Yep. If you don't want to front load it, that's fine. But don't disappear and let the person flounder for three hours or two days and then come back and and then express you know need for help. Be available for assisting. Yep. Anyway, so that might be that might be something to think. And about. if the assisting gets to be too much interruptions, then you can set a parameter around right. that of let's meet once a day to go sure. over the exactly. questions you've got at right. this point. Um, right. And uh, but I think I I think making it a priority, okay. making yourself available, clearly things the boss could do better in this situation. Okay. All right. So let's switch to Trevor. No. You don't yeah. No, I do want to switch to Trevor. That was my transition move, oh, not my head shake. You just yeah. yeah you were yeah. like yeah. I didn't know what to make of that. Yeah. Just, Jeff needs to learn how to read my body language better. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, that was, was uh, all right. Let's get into it. All right. Not we're a head switching shake. to Trevor. Yeah. So so uh, so here here we have a situation. What does Trevor do, <laughs> um, or any employee that walks into a situation and and it's set up in a disorganized, learn it on your own, uh, fashion. Yeah. Um, you, you can be frustrated and upset every day in your first three months at work, or you can do something else. 
What I'd, would you do? Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I think there's lots of richness here for Trevor and for and this happens to this. Even when you step into a situation where there's a very structured learning program and, you know, you got six months of classrooms that you've got to go through before you can learn what you're going to do. There's going to be something about the job that is new for you and you're a little confused or not sure, sure. what to yeah. do. Yeah. And so one of the things that I would suggest is start breaking it down to saying, what are things I need to learn the job that are repeatable that we do over okay. and over again or what are things that come up once in a while mm -hmm. and then what I would suggest is that Trevor start to basically create a manual and manual sounds obnoxious but I would just start capturing and writing down here's I think cookbook may be a better way to put it start sure. capturing yeah. a cookbook and start putting all those things together because this is a great um, leadership opportunity to be able to start to train the rest of the team to say hey let's capture and put these things together but why would Trevor take this on I mean, Trevor doesn't even know where to begin to learn it. I mean, how, to, you're suggesting it goes right to the step of let me go ahead and learn it and doc and create documentation while I'm doing it. Right, right. Where are the rest of the employees that have gone through the process the same way? Right, exactly. Why aren't they stepping up and helping the new employees? So, so I think the opportunity here, it and part of this is make a game out of it and taking this and being able to say. I'm going to create the training that doesn't exist yeah. is a great way to be able to show leadership. Now, if there's sure. other employees that have gone through it, then I can start. That can be part of the learning, talking to them. The unorganized documents, well, if there's value in there, great. If there's not value in there, then I'll just throw them out. Yep. If there's a step or a process that I need to do, well, what are my options? Which ones did I try? These worked better than these. How do I start to capture that? And I would almost recommend setting up study groups if mm. you could mm -hmm. with some of the others that are going through the similar situation mm -hmm. and saying what have you learned mm -hmm. on this or how do we think through this and if you can get them to write chapters or recipes if yep. you will yep. then you can start to pull all this together to really be able to add some value to it I because because like i think this part of the tension in the workplace is trying to reduce that and so if you, the enemy then becomes we don't know what we're doing and we all yeah. got to work together to figure that out i think that would help alleviate some right. of that tension no i love it i love it so so if, if the boss is not available to help because this boss is a bad boss yeah then go to your peers go to people with a little bit more experience you know i, I, I was thinking if trevor were to go to this boss and say exactly what you said hey you know what I, i'm gonna i'm gonna jump in i'm gonna try to figure this out but would, would you have any objections if i at least created some documentation and some process flows as i'm learning this yeah. so that future employees might mm -hmm. have a, a guide to follow. Sure. That boss would probably do cartwheels. Oh, yeah. Because that's probably what he has been avoiding. <laughs> what boss would be thrilled years. with that? Right. Uh, no, no kidding. Because he doesn't want to go through that process. Oh, my gosh. Right. You know, because that takes work. Right. right. But if Trevor has those skills and is willing to be detail-oriented and document those things. Right. And, and pull in others that have gone through it and make sure and validate that, I think that's a terrific thing to do. Well, I think depending lemons on... lemons out of lemonade. Wait. <laughs> wait. Make... <laughs> no, make lemonade out of lemons. I just heard a lyric in a song. When life gives you lemons, at least it gave you something. Oh. <laughs> that's lowering your expectations. Yeah, that's really I, nice. That's good. Um, no, what I think uh, with Trevor approaching the boss, and, and I, I love that idea of really being up yeah. front with the boss and laying that expectation. And depending on Trevor's confidence level, relationship with the boss, he could even take it 
to more of an assumptive close. So as opposed to saying something along the lines of, would you have any objections to this? Hey, I was thinking about this, and I thought what we really need around here is this. And so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make this really easy for you. I'm just going to go ahead and create this, and I think this would be good. And to be able to do that, right. I'm going to do this. Do you have any ideas on how we could mm-hmm. do that easier mm-hmm. and put it together? And the boss would be like, ah, yeah, go yeah. for it. Trevor will have <laughs> just <laughs> become the, the, quote, trainer of the department right. for all new hires right. going forward. Which maybe Trevor doesn't want. Yeah. And that yeah. may be part of the frustration right. of going on. And, and in which case it makes creating a decent cookbook even more important because then it's not you answering all the questions, but here's the, right. uh, here's the tool or the resource to answer all these right. questions going forward. There are certain things within my job that we do once a year, and, yeah. um, and it feels like we have to relearn it yeah. every yeah. single time. Right. And every single time we get frustrated, like, why didn't we write ourselves <laughs> notes exactly. so that yeah. we didn't have to do this right. again? Document this last time. Right, so that, exactly. Yeah. And yeah. that pain has helped us to do that more yeah. with more of the projects going on. But every time, every once in a while, we still come across one like, why don't we do it with this? That's exact. yeah, it just brought back memories of we, we would do a, uh, when, uh, when the church that I was attending, we would do a pancake fundraiser, yeah. a pancake breakfast fundraiser. Yeah. And um, every single year, we struggled with like ten griddles yeah. on tables, blowing fuses, power like pow- blo- <laughs> blowing the fuses. We could we couldn't keep the griddles running. Sure. Every, and, and every year we would figure it out. <laughs> Here's how many you could plug into this circuit. Right. Here's how many you you had to have an extra, you know, extension cord to go across the gym right. and plug it in over here. Every single year we struggled for the first half of the fundraiser with right. you know right. pop pop right. and just right. blowing circuits right and every single year we would say i did this like three or four years in a row yeah so I, i'm familiar with it every single year we said the same, same thing why didn't we like draw a map yep and write this stuff down right so that we don't have to struggle with this every single year so Be- i love that idea being a learning professional i take this thing to the extreme and who's a learning uh, professional <laughs> Think it pretty highly of yourself. What's it take to be a professional? I, dude, I get paid <laughs> to oh. provide training. Oh, it, it just says nothing about the quality of the training you're that I provide. You make but that makes there. me a learning professional. You're learning it's professional. the very n- nature that I make money by doing it. Gotcha. Okay. Um, every year, putting up the Christmas decorations, uh-huh. uh, you pull out the box yes. on it, and there's a certain sequence to how we have to wrap the lights around the banister, the way yes. the lights get put together. I totally created job aids for myself to put them in that oh box so that I don't have to think about it. So when I That's pop it out, it's like a delightful I th- I note think, I wrote I think to myself. next year you should take this big jumbled box full of lights and just give it to one of your kids and say, figure it out yourself. I, yes. That would be the perfect way. That then I would be emulating Trevor's boss, and you would be equipping your child for that. When they have a boss like this, they will know what it's like. You, do, you know, this you have helped take right. my parenting to a whole uh, it's, new it's, level. It's what I do. Yeah. So I think the the challenge on the not knowing yep. what you don't know can be so frustrating working for somebody. And so how do you start to break down what it is that I do know? What it right. is that I don't know, and how do I start to learn what it is that I don't know? You ask questions. Okay. So, so I think that um, one of the things that we, one of the things that we don't do when we're brand new employees is we don't communicate. We don't ask questions. We don't yep. ask for what we need. Yeah. And, and I think that that is a, that's a problem. You know, we're, we're trying to get off on the, on on the right foot. We're trying to create a good impression, and 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 we don't like this idea of having to ask for help. Yeah. And so this is you got this situation going on in this particular case where you got a boss who isn't providing any help, right. and then you have this inertia for having for wanting to ask for help. Right. I think you got to get over that. I think yeah. I think you have to say and, and, and communicate openly. Okay, boss, I, I get that your style of orientation and training is hands off. Right. And I get that. That's fine. I'm not going to 
try to change that, but um, I need permission to come to you to get clarification before I go way off tracks. So, Do you need so to bring up the whole style thing? Like, can you just can you just jump right into the fact of, hey, I'm learning this and I'm not quite sure about this, but I yeah. uh, and, and I'm gonna need a little bit of help on that because it's because if irrelevant to what the style actually is. <laughs> That means it's last call. We got to wrap up. Yeah, we were. I was just getting ready to jump up onto my learning soapbox. So, so let me jump up there and then I'll jump right back down on that. If you're up there too long, I'll just knock it out for my. But as an individual, uh, learning is your own responsibility, and so uh, it's challenging and frustrating when you don't know what it is you need to learn. But asking the right questions and being able to take some ownership for it, and in this particular situation. I think it's a great opportunity to be able to jump into that leadership role, start to fill in the void that is actually mm-hmm. created by your boss, mm-hmm. um, and be able to do that. Now, if that's not mm. your strength and you don't want to be providing that, um, then I think it's to find a peer who mm-hmm. might mm-hmm. be willing to jump in and help fill that yeah. void and help support them in that role. You know, it just, it just occurred to me that this may be the way you get the boss to spend the time that you need to learn your job. Absolutely. By, Reviewing saying, the training materials, yeah. Is, is exactly right. Now the boss is seeing it as an investment yes. in future training. Yeah. Because now I've got this person who's willing to document yep. and do it right. Yeah. So I'm, if I'm a boss who doesn't want to be bothered, I might just give this person much more time. Yeah. So that so that I can walk away with a set of procedures and training materials. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a, I think that's a great approach. Trevor, if you're out there listening, I would love to hear how this actually played out. I'd love to know uh, actually what you did with this. If you ended up being part of the turnover that happened or how that actually played out. But uh, And, of course, Trevor, Trevor we hope you know who we're talking about since we changed your name to protect the innocent there. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So, yeah, so that's a, that's a tough one. Tom. Yeah. But um, I don't think it's a, I don't think it's something you necessarily have to quit over because, yeah. obviously, your, your, your road is tough. In that, you know, when you're learning new things, but right. once you get up to speed, um, you, you might be able to settle in. Yeah. So and, it, and it's tough when you keep hitting your head against like y- the documents that are supposed yeah. to help you don't help you. The boss right. that's supposed to help you doesn't help you. Right. There's nobody with experience because the turnover is so high. Um, it's make a guess, learn what you can, learn from that, revise, do it over again. Right. Rinse, right. wash, repeat. Wash, rinse, repeat. Yeah. Well. Better to rinse after you walk. But the learning took place there. It took place. It it did took place. (laughs) (laughs) So, all right. So enough of this. So um, just out of curiosity, let's say, for instance, we were completely out of bad boss stories from listeners. How would people share their stories with us? Jeff, it's just not worth my time to teach you how to do this. Oh, hypothetically? Yeah. I'd go to bravingbadbosses.com. I'd click on the uh, link there to share my story. And I'd also see some of the other very great resources there and look through some back catalog. Here's one thing that a listener actually told me about that I love is she was late to starting with the podcast. And she's like, I went through and searched all the titles and was like, oh, wait, I had a boss like that and started reading through (laughs) that. So instead of going through them and listening by sequence, Uh she started picking by topic, which I thought was a great way to do that. And you can do all that on the website as well as share your own bad boss story. Right. And just... uh as a reminder, you can get these podcasts on any podcast player yeah. that you that you prefer, um, or directly from the website. So yeah. not just uh, if you're not into podcasts, but you know how to use a website, then just go to bravingbadbosses.com. Listen to past episodes. It'll launch a SoundCloud player, or you can listen to it on your favorite podcast player. I certainly hope we have listeners who know how to use a website. Well, you know the interwebs <laughs> can be confusing for us old folks. 
Well, I can show you how to do it. I don't mind teaching you that, Jeff. I'll just figure it out myself. 